Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Today's episode of the Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you by Amplify You, the ultimate program designed to unleash your full potential and amplify your success. Imagine having a personal coach cheering you on, guiding you through a journey of self-discovery and helping you break free from those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back. That's exactly what Amplify You is all about. Whether you're a leader now or aspiring to be one, this program is your ticket to a more confident, empowered you. It's like having a supportive friend in your corner encouraging you to dream big. It's about having the career success that you want and creating a life you truly deserve. Amplify You offers a unique experience to help you build the confidence to tackle any challenge life throws your way. If you're interested in learning more about the program, please visit susanmbarber.com and click on the menu item, Programs. Are you ready to transform your life and your career? Let's make it happen. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor Podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the nuances of leadership. What I mean by that is there are different ways to show up as a leader, and not all of them are going to come from a class or a book. Sometimes you have to experience these things. I wanted to share some situations that don't happen every day for people and how leaders have handled them. I think it's good to learn from the stories of others, and then we can see how to apply those things for ourselves. Because it doesn't matter how long you've been a leader, I think it's important to understand that it's not always easy. And I think people sometimes try to tell you that it is. It's no big deal being a leader. I don't understand why it's so hard. It's hard. For people who are good leaders, it's hard. It takes a lot of courage and the ability to admit when you're wrong. It means you have to own things, even if it doesn't happen to you personally. It could be something your team did or something a project team that you work with is doing. could be a mistake that was made that no one caught. And visibility happens to us in good moments, but it can be also just as important to be visible in the best way during these challenging moments too. So I wanted to share with you some examples of when this can happen. So I'm going to take you back in time. When you're a new leader, the first time you led a team, it was probably a few years ago for most of you. For any of you who are starting to think about leadership, I hope you can listen to this and think about what it will be like for you when you do. For me, it was excitement. I love the idea of leading a team. I was really excited to be named the leader of this group. And those opportunities don't come along every day. And so I recognized that and I didn't want to mess it up or lose it. I'd done so much to prove myself. And this was my chance to show my leadership to my senior management and show them that I could do even more. Now, my focus was always on the work and the team. But unfortunately, if you've heard my story, you know that I continue to do the same things that I'd done before. I had a title in an office, but I didn't actually do anything different. I wasn't being strategic. I wasn't leading my team in the best way. I thought I was. And they probably would have said I was micromanaging, if I'm honest, because I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what to do. And we still got a lot of work done and we led great projects. But leading an organization of people is different. 
There needs to be a focus on creating a vision for them, a strategy of how we're going to get there, developing them, giving them opportunities to be visible, influencing others, and creating your own visibility. Now, those six things may sound like a lot, and they are, (laughs) because it's not just one time that you're creating the vision and talking about it. You're talking about it a lot. You're not just having one conversation with people in the organization. You're having multiple. So all new leaders face these same challenges. They think the role will be one way, and it actually can be very different. New leaders need support to be successful. If you're leading people now, you know that every day is dynamic and it isn't easy. Now, when I coach new leaders, I help them first learn who they are, how they want to show up as a leader of their team so that they're ready for these challenges. Then we move on to focus on foundational skills to help them learn how to motivate, delegate, communicate, and develop their team. These skills take practice and they need time to incorporate them into their everyday experience. So if you're leading someone who's new in their role, you may have to be a little more directive with them in the beginning until they learn how to do it on their own, but help them learn from your experiences. So think about sharing stories that you've gone through or situations that you've gone through. Share those experiences so they know that you went through these same challenges they're going through. It will give them an opportunity to learn from you. You may need to send them to some training so that they learn some of the basics of leadership, but your goal is to help support them. Recognize that they're going to need some time to adjust to this new role and consistent feedback from you is necessary for their success. People like feedback in most cases, right? They're trying to understand how to do better. And if you're not giving them information, then they don't know. So if you can share information with them, feedback as it happens. Don't wait until a year goes by before you tell them. They need to know in the moment so that they can make a shift. I thought leading a team was so straightforward at first. I just didn't realize what I didn't know. And there are many tactical things that you do as a leader. And those things need to be focused on for sure. The day-to-day operations, the things that you need to get done administratively. But you also need to focus on strategy too. So focusing on developing people, helping them get their work done, holding them accountable, it sounds easy. It's not. (laughs) Here's where the challenge comes in. Not every person is the same. Every person that you lead has different learning styles, personalities, interests, experiences, beliefs, and ideas. You may think that they will shift to your style, but you actually need to shift your style to theirs. You may have heard this defined as situational leadership. This is where you adapt your style to what each of your team members needs to help them develop in the best way. I remember one of my programs had 20 team members and they were made up of both internal and external uh, consultants that we had. Each one of them needed something different for me and I had to adapt my style to support them, motivate them and get the best out of them. Some of them were more emotional, others were no nonsense and didn't wanna have any chit chat. So you've got the different range of people And I had to know who they were, understand what they cared about, how they were motivated in order for us to work together and accomplish the goal. Now, you may be also leading external vendors. You have to think about that differently, right? You're leading someone from another company and how can you motivate them even though they don't officially report to you? How can you most effectively drive that external team to deliver the best for you and your company? 
who are the clients or stakeholders who need to know what's going on. There are different sets of people that need to be communicated to whenever you're working on some of these things. So as the leader of that organization, your responsibility may be to make sure that they're getting all the input that they need, that they hear the latest status update. It takes time to do that. So planning for that can be important. This is where the nuances of leadership come into play. Think about what you need to plan for, communicate, and what your team needs to develop in order to build their skills and prepare them for future roles. Now, if you're leading a large initiative or you're managing a big team, it's important to think about the role you are playing. Your role is to think ahead and plan. And if you come from a role where you were all execution, where you were the person who got everything done, it's a different role. It feels very uncomfortable to do that and not be the one who's doing everything. But you need to think about what your role is and the changes that are happening in the organization or the changes that are happening on this project and prepare for them because you need to be the one to help remove obstacles so that there's no issues that impact the team. The projects that you're working on, making sure that things are running smoothly because any impact to those things can impact you or the team or the project And we want to make sure that you're handling those things in the best way. So I'll share a quick example. A client of mine and her team were putting in a large systems change. It was in another location from where the team sat, and there were multiple conversations with the clients that took place. When it came time for the go-live, these stakeholders who were going to use this new system started raising tickets and complaining really loudly. My client was trying to understand why there was such an issue. It came down to a lack of communication about the change. The stakeholders didn't fully understand what was actually going to happen and how it would impact them. We talked after this all blew up for her and said, okay, what really happened from your standpoint? And what do you think you would do differently if you had to do all over again, right? We get to wave the magic wand and go back in time. What she recognized was that she'd gotten too far into the details. She wasn't asking enough of the strategic questions to her team And things were missed because of that. And so she put some processes in place for herself to make sure that that didn't happen again. How a leader handles these types of situations is important. It is a visible moment to shine even when things are not going well at all. This needs to be handled right, not only for the leader's own reputation, but also for the team and perhaps that function as well. Standing up to own the issue and address it speaks volumes about her as a leader. She not only worked with her team to address it for this instance, but she put processes in place to ensure that it wouldn't happen again. No one wants to go through these situations, but it is important to be accountable and team members need to own how these changes are dealt with. So none of what I just described would be fun to go through. Figuring out what happened and then dealing with the ambiguity of what is the right go-forward plan can be a challenge. This is an opportunity to realize that not everything is on your shoulders as a leader, though. I posted an article a few weeks ago that said it was okay not to have all the answers as a leader. I got a lot of comments on that article because I think everybody initially feels that way. They have to know everything. But it's good for your team to see that you're human and that you don't know everything. So many leaders feel this weight of responsibility to know it all. I found it to be a gift when I took over a new team and purposely didn't learn all the details. It helps you stay in a strategic place and be the person looking ahead to remove obstacles, not in the weeds where you can't see things that might get in the way. So when was the last time you said, I don't know, out loud? 
you know you don't know the answer, but yet you find yourself stating your best guess or your opinion. Why does this happen to leaders? Why isn't it okay to say you just don't know? Leaders seem to have this internal shift that happens when they get the title. They feel they need to have all the answers whenever anyone asks them a question, even when they have no idea. And I've seen people literally say things that are not true (laughs) just so that they can have an answer. And it just leads to more rework and more issues. The truth is that no one has all the answers. Just imagine how freeing it would be if you just let go of that unrealistic expectation of having all the answers. What you need to realize is that when you're a leader, you have a big responsibility. People take what you say as the truth simply because you have a title. They believe what you said must be right and they start repeating it to other people or begin executing on what you gave as a direction. What if you were just guessing and what you said was completely wrong? Then you or your team is going to have to waste time addressing the incorrect information and recommunicating the right answer. This pattern of just saying whatever you think all the time will eventually cause you to lose the credibility and the respect of those around you. People will stop trusting you. They will have to spend their time verifying what you said before they feel comfortable acting upon it. Wouldn't it be simpler for everyone if you just said what you really don't know? Letting yourself say, I don't know, can be challenging, even if you have always been the one to have all the answers. However, it is one of the best things you can do for yourself, and it is very empowering for other people. Creating the opportunities for your team to stand out is something that every leader should do more intentionally. When leaders state their opinion or ideas first, it also tends to steer the group in that direction. What if that isn't the best approach, but no one will say anything to contradict that leader? It can shut down any other possible solutions from being brought up. What if you asked a few open-ended questions instead of doing some kind of directive to the team? Think of the questions as a way for you to draw more information that the group can share their ideas. They can get visibility on what they're doing, recommendations that they have, or solutions that they're implementing. Here are some examples of some questions that you can use if you need ideas. Ask them, what approach are you taking? What alternatives were considered? What decisions still need to be made? What is your experience telling you? How does this align with our strategy? What does success look like? How does this compare to what the industry is doing? What is the feedback from your clients? Very open questions because you want to give them a chance to respond. Now, this is not an all-inclusive list, but you get the idea of how to approach a conversation differently. Asking these questions allows them to share information in a group setting in front of potentially key stakeholders, maybe understanding more about what management wants. It's an opportunity for them to shine. It's also an opportunity for them to start learning how to succinctly respond to questions in these type of situations where they have to think on their feet. They will learn from your example and be prepared as they take on future roles where they are the ones who have to start answering those questions. What if you spoke last instead? This is something that I ask people to consider because that speaking first just drives conversations differently. So what if you spoke last instead? It takes all the burden off your shoulders because you get to ask for input from others. You get to collaborate and identify ideas that will be better than yours alone. It shows that you care about the bigger picture and it puts the focus on the group to come up with the best answer. It also gives your team a chance to shine in front of others. Here are a few ways to try asking the questions at your next opportunity. I don't know. What do you think? Or I don't know. Does the group have any ideas? 
you will immediately create more conversation, empower your team, and build more respect by asking these simple questions than you ever would by making a guess or forcing an answer that may not be right. Let's transition into the visibility action step for today. I want you to remember that you have a responsibility to create new leaders. So what have you learned that you can share with them? Help them learn how to ask for help so that they can see it as a way to accelerate their learning and growth. Make it okay for that to happen. How can you expand your own leadership now that you're leading a team? I had some amazing leaders who helped me through this transition myself. They took the time to help me go through one of the biggest challenges a leader can face. So where do you see an opportunity to lead, mentor, coach, or support someone in your company so that they can reach the same success that you have? If you are a leader already, if you can help mentor or guide your direct reports, they will remember you and they will really appreciate your support as they go through some of these nuances of leadership that we discussed today. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor podcast.